0: It is Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021 at 11 p.m. here in Brooklyn and all Points Eastern Time. You're listening to Lush Vibes Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Two hours of the airy, atmospheric, ambient side of all the genres you love and all the genres you didn't know you loved. My name is Calvin Williams. I'm coming to you live from the Radio Free Brooklyn studios in the Bushwick section of the People's Republic of Brooklyn. And I will be taking over the Radio Free Brooklyn airwaves and your eardrums. From now until 1 a.m. How's it going, everybody? I hope your week is going as magnificently as can be. I'm having a good week so far. I am continuing continuing to uh, mend from the uh, freak accident I had a couple of weeks back. I'm able to uh, walk like a semi-normal human now. So, uh always a good thing and um honestly i'm just really excited about tonight because tonight is my first time having a scheduled guest and now mind you uh this one has this has been a quite quite a couple of years uh coming um this artist has been uh, clamoring for quite a long time to uh, join me on the show and uh, I decided uh, last month you know what time to put on my big boy pants I've been doing this show for three years now I can do this (laughs) and so (laughs) so sent out an email schedule schedule the day and here we are tonight with me on the show tonight he hails from the dmv for those for uh, the uninitiated that is the uh, washington dc maryland virginia area he's an mc a whammy award-winning mc his album the Nightlife, released last year released to many rave reviews um among which i was one of them and you've heard me actually play quite a few tracks off of uh this album over the years so over the last couple of years so without further ado humongous lush vibes radio welcome to night train
1: 357 welcome to the show man i'm the first i'm I'm the first you are the first and hopefully not the last
0: oh um i'm one of those people where if i get the just got to get the first one down if i get the first one down everything else will be cool
1: um is brooklyn in the house i'd (laughs) say uh (laughs) very
0: very apropos very apropos yeah 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 so thank you so much for being here man
1: thank you for having me man i really appreciate you having me and spinning and love the show man love the show
0: thank you i appreciate that man thank you thank you um i want to i kind of want to get like right into uh uh right into uh
1: our chat but uh let's you can throw you can throw anything you want at me. You can throw anything <laughs> you want. The Whatever. kitchen sink, I'm ready. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Where were you on the night of no I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> An alibi for that too.
0: <laughs> but before we really get right into it, just a couple of things. Uh I'm going to get the chat room open in just a moment for those who want to uh, join in the chat with us, you can go to rfb.nyc slash playlist. You know, let me get some music in here. It's a little quiet. Let's get a little slow. Get a, uh, get a little J in here.
1: Della, Chicago. What up?
0: That's right. Got a little, uh, so far to go, instrumental in the background. Now, you are originally from Maryland, correct? Yes, sir. Uh, whereabouts?
1: I am originally from uh, Prince George's County, okay. Which is um, for, I guess, for average listener. If you're familiar with like Maya or Wale. Or, um, or genuine, you know, that's where I'm from. I'm from Fiji County, most successful black county, uh, economically in the United States. And uh, I currently live in Montgomery County, which is just north. Uh, literally, the, if you look at DC and you're on a diamond, you, you it's a diamond. I'm at the top of the diamond, so I'm in Silver Spring, Maryland, right now, about about a, about a five minute, ten minute walk from DC. All oh,
0: right, right on. Right, We've got everything situated here. All right. Um, I'm curious uh, about how this musical journey started for you. Like, um, was music kind of in your blood, or was there someone who like really inf- <clears throat> excuse me who uh, really influenced you uh, uh,
1: musically? Um, that's a good question. Uh, you know. Oh, I hear I hear some coughing. You okay? You all right over there?
2: Yep.
0: Um, I'm uh, I'm a little parched. Let me go grab my uh water real quick. But uh, we'll get, go but get continue. your
1: agua. I'm gonna keep running my mouth until you come back. <laughs> so yeah. What up y'all everybody? This is Night Train 357 in the building. Um to answer Calvin's question, to answer your question, um uh my influence has really started uh, you know, I've been doing things with visual arts my entire life. And uh, I really got into music. Uh, well, I was always really into music, but my father was a bass guitar player. Uh, he right, is also the original Night Train 357. Okay. And um, and so when he passed away, he passed away uh, of congestive heart failure in uh, 2002. So almost 20 years now.
3: Wow.
1: And uh, yeah, it's been 19 years so far. Uh, 19 years in December. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he passed away. And so when I was trying to come up with a, a name, mm-hmm. it was my cousin Roan, you know, from Roan and Train, Graze. Yep. I don't know if you ever heard of that, but that was my, my that was also a, a nominated project. Um, me and my cousin did a song, an uh, album called uh, Graze. And Roan uh, was a rapper. And so he said, well, you know, can, you can rap. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and then my first rap took like, I don't know, like two months to write hit rewriting and rewriting and rewriting and finally I presented it to him at like a fan's reunion and he went whoa that's pretty good and he was like what else you got I was like oh I gotta make more <laughs> and uh and yeah yeah this is kind of my influences and then I start pulling from those different then then, I, then then you start going to the back catalogs and you talk about you know you Michael Jackson's your James Brown Frank Sinatra's your Jay-Z's you know stuff like that
0: right on <clears throat> of course, this is gonna happen right, right when I need to do an interview. <laughs> That's okay, and also
1: want uh, 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 to 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 no, nah, man, we good. We gonna we gonna flow. To to segue to segue into your um yeah, to, to, to 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 segue into that, you know, uh, shout out to DJ Cool. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. Yeah, <laughs> which is actually a, a colleague of mine. Uh, From the you know in the DMV for everybody who's familiar with that song and also rest in peace to Bismarcky you know there's a connection there but um yeah yeah it's uh, I had to find a way to, to incorporate the call to let you know to let y- everybody know that it was intentional <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> that's a DC thing everything is intentional we meant to do that we practiced this like for a month right
0: that's right that's right
1: yeah exactly. <laughs>
0: It's it's funny you mentioned that uh, uh, your dad was kind of uh, your musical influence. Uh, my dad was a major a major musical influence for me as well. Like I kind of feel like I inherited uh, the music gene from him. Uh, he was a saxophonist back in the '70s, and his band um, for some time was the uh, touring backing band for The Main Ingredient. Mm. So. Wow. Okay. So that was so that was uh, my dad's claim to fame, and uh, even though like by the time me and my sisters came around, like he was already in his second act, he was uh, uh, New York City Corrections for uh, for a long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The uh, the music still kind of uh, still definitely permeated uh, in me, and it was excuse <clears> me <throat> and between uh between the musical influences and like you know doing this show um it was it was really really cool kind of like really being able to bond with him in that respect
1: Um, yeah yeah
0: yeah it's oh i'm sorry go ahead i'm sorry i was gonna say um um i believe um i heard in a previous interview that uh you're holding on to your uh, dad's
1: six-string bass. I am. It's actually uh, 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 it's in the room with me. Right, um, I forgot the name of the brand of the, the brand of it. I, it's completely it's it hasn't been touched by anybody but me. And like when I open and show my friends, like that's it. It's it's um ah oh, man, it's a really good bass. I can't remember the name of it, but know um, I don't want to walk away to dig in my closet and back and look for it, but definitely um yeah i have his six string bass i have his uh his lead guitar my wife is using uh, his acoustic guitar to practice with right now you know music has been in our blood but the arts are in our blood too you know i'm a i'm a um, i'm a practicing martial artist um a visual artist primarily and a recording artist and uh you know, I couldn't have done that without the support of my father and my mother. You know, I, I, I def- she got on me for my last interview because I never shout her out. so I <laughs> shout her out on the radio <laughs> in Brooklyn. But, um, but yeah, you know, there was a lot of influences and a lot of people. You ever look back at your old stuff and you go, God, what, what was I thinking?
0: Yes, I do. Um...
1: Yes. Sh- shout out to all of the um, moms and supportive family members who knew you were making trash but they were still <laughs> but they were very very supportive. You know, they were like, "Oh man, you know, he's going to be good one day."
2: Right.
1: <laughs> like, like have you ever watched a little league <laughs> little league game? <laughs> I mean, I mean, some of those kids are not going to make it. Like <laughs> junior is not junior junior gets his head rocked around a little bit, but you know what? The parents they're clapping him on he's he's going to be a science major he's not going to make it
0: on penalty, <laughs> but. hey gotta show love to our parents amen they, they were they were our original biggest fans you know
1: yes yes they had to be they had to be she, she, my mother is also the reason i'm a huge transformer fan uh,
0: ah oh
1: really yeah, yeah it's her fault
0: <laughs> was that something the two of you uh, kind of bonded over
3: yeah, well, it was, you know,
1: boys and their toys, and you're a kid, and, you know, the the gimmick is the transforming robots, but, you know, as a, I'm a collector, for, for people who don't know, um, we're going to talk about the music and how that relates a little bit later, but, okay. you know, for people who don't know, you know, I'm a huge Transformer fan, anything but Michael Bay, he sucks, um, <laughs> you know, I don't want, you know, the only, the best part about those movies is Megan Fox. And
0: um, (laughs) I'm not gonna disagree there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely not Shia LaBeouf going no, 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 like like 20 times, 20 million (laughs) times. But um, yeah, I'm a big I'm a big fan of the 80s cartoon. And uh, my mother was always she had this rule in the house where it was like you gotta gotta if you have a bad guy, if you have a good guy, you gotta have a bad guy because if he's a good guy, gonna fight. So for every bad guy or good guy I get, I get a bad guy. Every bad guy I get, I get a good guy. So, and it just spirals on, you know. It, it, and I'd probably be further along in my music career if I wasn't buying transformers. But, <laughs> um, but it's, I'm a big fan, so that's where that comes from. Okay. But again, it's just a supportive, you know, my family, uh, my, my my beautiful wife. Um, we, you know, I, I surround myself with, with friends and family who support me, who do crazy, wacky music videos with me. So, um, so yeah, it's it's a uh, it's it's good to having the support group around you to do all this crazy stuff because yeah, everybody else is like, what does this guy think? <laughs>
0: hey, absolutely, and I think the uh, like, looking into like the uh, the lyrics of the nightlife, we're gonna get into that in. Uh, uh, in a little bit, like one thing I really, really enjoy about the nightlife is how it's really such a declaration of who you are, and that like almost stubborn affirmation. This is me. <laughs> like this is <laughs> this is me. This is who I am. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it for any of you idiots out there. Nope. If you don't like it. There's a door. Here's nope, some rocks neither. you can kick.
1: All right. Cancel me.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, yeah. No, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we we that you read the note, you read the lyrics. Shout out to
0: you for uh, putting all the lyrics on Bandcamp. That was a that was a humongous help. Like there were there were so many. Like I wanted to like go through a lot of the tracks because there's, some like listening through the uh listening through the album a few times there were lines that really like stuck out for me and i wanted to just kind of sit and analyze them for a little bit so, Sure. so like that's 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 kind of the homework that i uh that i did in uh, anticipation for <laughs> this uh, interview here
1: <laughs> man you making me feel special man i need to get you a t-shirt what is going on no one reads the lyrics <laughs> I I I was just close to just mumbling all the lyrics and then just
0: putting it out there. Really fantastic lyrics and just the way you tell stories. Like I'm kind of curious how, like, if there's anyone or any people that influenced your art of storytelling.
1: Um. A lot of my family and friends you know i shouted them out already but that was the start of it you know um the way my father would tell stories when my mother would tell stories my uncle teddy rest in peace would tell stories um and there's a list of, that goes on and on musically mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm a huge slick wreck fan okay
2: you
1: know i'm a huge um uh, uh like i said before michael jackson fan um i think that when i was trying to create the album and it was a very personal album the nightlife about me haha <laughs> night Train, um there was a there, there was a need to create a, a narrative and i think that i needed you know everybody always says this you know we live in the you know there was i, I said the 2010s became kind of the ringtone rapper I'm going to put a single out kind of, and people still do that, which is cool because we have the, most people have a very small attention span. But I said, nah, man, I want to make an album. And so I need to make this thing have kind of a sonic narrative from start to finish. And so then I painted little pictures within that narrative, kind of like, um, like you're playing a role playing game and you stop at a side quest. And that's kind of the the, the tone for it, but a lot of my influences are all over the place. It's like anybody who tells a good story and can make you laugh, and a lot of different uh, uh, artists, comedians. Mm-hmm. You know, you know your, you're, you know your, your Bill Birds, your Chapels, your, you know, hell, your um, people who tell good stories who who kind of captivate you from beginning to end. You know, yeah, that's that's you know that's that's kind of how I go. And then and then zingers. I'm a big fan of zingers. You know, I think of the last line, I think of the last line before the first line. Like, how am I going to get, what's the punchline? What's, what's it going to be at the end? Okay. Yeah. I'd say, no, I'd say about, eight, actually I take that back. i say about eight bars and, you know, so, so a lot of my lines, you know, dissecting, if you were to really break it down, a lot of my stuff is like. I'll say certain things that'll have a certain punch and impact in my my engineer Ron Bento, of Waldorf, Maryland. Ron, he's a bad dude. He'll he'll listen to it and be like, "You want to drop right here? You want me to to, to to take the beat and kind of do something crazy because you really said something strong there, and it just adds that extra <clears throat> to it. You know, you know what I'm mm. saying? So yeah, and uh, and and it's award winning. So you know, I got a good team.
0: with me up Mm -hmm. your two you had two principal producers uh in the nightlife Um, yes artemis and adst yes what was it like uh what was the what was it like the uh the whole process of uh, working with the two of them
1: well i'll start with artemis artemis and i are old friends um for everybody who doesn't know uh artemis is a um, dc uh, MC, also a talented um, uh, award-nominated artist in his own right, but he's also a producer, and um, I met him a, a while ago, almost a decade, more than a decade, ago. and um, you know, we all are very close-knit family in the, in the DMV area, you know, there's a lot of us, everybody kind of knows each other or knows of each other at some, some, some extent, and so Artemis this was like my third, I want to say my third or fourth, no, my third uh, project with him. Because, excuse me, he produced with, um, he produced my first album, uh, Electric Hot Sauce, like back in like, I'd say 2011, 20, 20, 2012, sometime like that. And then uh, I did another album called, or a EP called Midnight Expression, which I ended up ma- making my company name. But um, uh, he worked on that one as well, and and then I said I need you I need you for these songs and he he hit me up with uh, with a couple of songs and I started to go in kind of a lo-fi direction okay. and uh, he he made me he had this beat called Lamborghini that's what he named it because you know producers you know they don't give you the beat they they give you a beat they don't say beat one beat two they gotta name it something and he was definitely getting kind of a bay right and he gives me this bay area tone or whatever. And um, I just felt funky on it. I don't know what was going on when I was listening to the So We made a couple tweaks to it, and that eventually became Cosmic Crew. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that He had a, that, he was like, oh, I want kind of a Bay Area feel. And I was like, yeah, but I'm, I'm feeling funk right now. I'm feeling like 80s funk when I hear this. And then um, my the second track, which he worked on, again, I've worked with Artemis on a lot of other stuff. But uh, for the nightlife specifically, um, was Chicago What Up. And Chicago What Up was a, uh, a, not so much a tribute to Chicago, but more of a reminder that I need to take vacations. (laughs) I I know that all too well. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and just and this is like pre-pandemic, you know. We were I was going to TFCon, which is a Transformers only convention, mm. which happened to be in Chicago, and I was part of a podcast called a Retrospective Transformer Podcast that looked at old episodes of Transformers and broke down every single episode. And uh, my friends uh, Eric and Dale were were ran it, and uh, and a couple of friends who we knew on Facebook. And Dale Tippett was a guitar is a guitar player, guitar, guitar player, and we were listening. He was like, well, I was jamming with them in Chicago, and he said, "Put on a beat." And I happened to put on this Artemis beat, <laughs> and I, and we started jamming all night to it. And he does this guitar solo, and I said, "We've got to do something." To this, And so I sent him the beat. We worked, uh, we, we we worked over time zones, and then that became the second song. so That's a long winded answer for the Artemis section. <laughs>
0: Like I, w- I won't say that was a sweet guitar part in Chicago. What <laughs> up?
1: Oh, he's yeah. smooth. He's smooth. He plays churches like in Chicago. He's a really talented guitar player. All right, right on.
0: Like I, I play guitar as well. So like that, that, like that, immediately stuck out for me.
1: <laughs> and and I wanted some different sounds uh, collectively for uh, the hip hop aspects. Things that were brought in, like you know, this smooth kind of contemporary guitar sound it was something I don't hear a lot in a lot of hip hop songs Right. and you know it's like okay we're gonna I'm like a just straight bridge and I was like let's do that and then and uh, and then, and then, it's like that'll offset the more intense songs like Victim of the Human Condition and I don't know if your listeners have heard it but that is uh, featuring a violinist in the Baltimore area her name is Perry P E R I I I, and she is incredible like like, puts me in tears when I see her perform she did uh, Victim of a Human Condition with me live and people lost their minds mm. I, I did not realize that but that leads into the ADST part of your um, question which is Dre uh, I actually met Dre um, ADST uh, at the Women's March so we were yeah, we were, she, um, it was right after uh, he who shall not be named became president. Mm. And uh, and D.C. is full of protests. Like, people don't understand. It's like, I know there's folks protesting and left and right and stuff like that, but when you're from the DMV, um it's like, what, there's a protest this week? Oh, okay, well, it must be Tuesday. Like, and you <laughs> gotta, it kind of gets a little old, you know, because they come into town and they think they want to disrupt Washington and a lot of times they're like, hey guys, the guy in the office is not, does not represent Chocolate City, like we are not that guy. So right. don't block traffic for us. But 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 this particular time, it was like, it was too much. And you know, we, my wife and I were on a black belt cycle and she had to actually, uh, she actually, uh, we actually had to quit because she had torn, she had a um, uh, torn her knee mm. and uh, yeah, yeah. So she was on crutches walking around for the women's march. Um, and I was there and um, we had a show later that night and uh, I was opening for nonchalant five o'clock in the morning. Where you going to be outside on the corner? You got to get yourself The go from the 90s because I'm yes. old. But um, uh, and so then Dre, 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 Dre was there that same night. And, you know, when people say, you know, they, they, they meet you and they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to We got to link up. We got to connect. And you go, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, sure, yeah, whatever, <laughs> because you hear it all the time when you do music. Everybody's right. like,
3: "Hey, man, you got to, we got, we got to do something."
1: And he's like, that means nothing. He actually meant it, and um, he gave us some songs. Me and my cousin Tyrone for the also uh, uh, Washington Area Music Award Whammy nominated um, album Graze. And then he was like, "We're not done. We've got unfinished business to do." And he gave me some songs to make an EP but he kept giving me songs and I was like, <laughs> I like that, I like that. And I was like, oh god, I gotta do an album. But like I wasn't that this was is supposed to be an EP. It was supposed to be just testing the waters, right. but it turned into a full blown album. And that's the nightlife.
0: Okay, right on. Um I really wanna get into Cosmic Cruise because that's a song that really like put you uh, put uh put you in on my radar. So okay. we're going to, uh, but before we get into it, we're going to, uh, uh, we're going to go ahead and, uh, uh, play it for everybody. So, uh, everybody knows what's up. So up next for y'all, uh, by the way, I've, uh, I've got some, uh, some MF Doom instrumentals in the background. I'm not sure if you can hear it. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's called Myrrh. It's the, it's the mm. beat that became Deep Fried Friends.
1: Oh, no, I can't hear it in the background, but, um i'm gonna check this out in the replay (laughs) oh for sure for sure
0: so right now we're about to get into cosmic cruise by night train 357 featuring cecily right here on lush vibes radio
3: hey 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 Options. Switching all the time, but the quickest way from A to B is still a straight line. I ain't lying, that's science. sign. I'm trying to explain, because if you apply determination, you can do anything. You can't put your mind to Give me the audio cord so I can find something to ride to. What about to find to? Another planet is magical. Warp is be like a galactic. The way you make me feel. Let's dip, cause we can fly in my starship, like hand so low by the castle mines, like cowboy bebop with jet and spy. like Captain Kirk on the Enterprise, we can travel far like a Dharma did in a Battlestar, I'm flinging haters like a catapult, you feel the heat and take it off, like what y'all gonna do? Then a rocket, then a spacecraft with new and
0: Folks, that was Cosmic Cruise by our guest, Night Train 357 featuring Cecily. Oh, yeah. If you're just tuning in, this is Lush Vibes Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. My name is Calvin Williams. Once again, Night Train 357 here with me. In in the building, kind of. In the virtual building.
1: In the virtual building, yeah.
0: In a nice, in a nice Zoom window on a on a
1: laptop. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm on my desktop. I, don't know you're talking about. I got, I got the nice, I got the, I got the nice camera, so we can see right. both the mustaches, your mustache and my mustache. <laughs> Best mustaches in music.
0: That's right.
1: <laughs> yep, yep. Little Richard ain't got nothing on me. Wop bop a lop bamboo.
0: So, um, I want to play Cosmic Cruise, so I can kind of get into the reason why it struck me the way it did. Like I'm, like I listen to, a, like I listen to a lot of music because of this show, and like I'll, I'll get into, like I'll find songs that are like. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of vibing to this. So I kind of put this on repeat and then kind of move on to the next one. But this one was something different for me because one, the beat, like that Bay Area vibe. Mm-hmm. It's like super, super chill, super laid back. But then. There were some lyrics that really caught my attention. Like it got to the point where, uh, where you got into another planet. It's like magic or warp speed. It's like intergalactic. The way you make me feel, let's dip, cause we could fly in my starship like Han Solo in the
1: Kessel Mines. And that was very specific. Very specific. Cause he did the Kessel run in like what twelve parsecs what was that? <laughs> yep, twelve parsecs. Yep. I believe really it was twelve parsecs. Yep. So
0: that, so that, so that caught me like. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you went into like cowboy bebop with jet and spike
1: cowboy bebop is my show bro cowboy bebop <laughs> i'm actually actually it's uh Man. like the new trailer the trailer looks i like the trailer yeah. i like I was, the.
0: yeah i was uh, gonna ask good? you uh if you caught the trailer and uh yes like what, yes. what you thought
1: i thought it was good i i i i'm kind of missing ed you know, I, but I think I know if they're going to go with the original storyline, it doesn't come in until much later. So, right. You know, you see, you see Jill and um, and and Jet and uh, and Spike. I think it's going to be. I think it's a good cast. I know some. There's some controversy over the got the gentleman who plays Spike because of his age. But I wish I had apps like he did. So.
0: Yeah, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are if you can get abs like that and work, yes. like and work towards that. God bless. Yes,
1: you. yes. God bless you. God bless her. God, God bless him. God bless uh, Jennifer Lopez and um, <laughs> God bless Halle Berry. She's in an MMA movie. So I'm mm, age. Right. Age ain't nothing but a number.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: So yeah, but uh, that, that jet. Yeah, the, the the that was. I was just thinking about all my sci-fi. My love for science fiction. You know, I love sci-fi.
0: Like after that after that uh that cowboy bebop line you definitely caught my attention like my blurred senses are tingling
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i mean you know cowboy bebop don't get a lot of love in hip-hop man you know i mean we got you take it back to what is it um a sugar hill gang they were talking about superman and lois lane but you don't hear about you know some mid stuff you know i wasn't able to throw some naruto in there or like uh you know a full metal alchemist line you know you right know? but yeah
0: Let's see, like Cowboy Bebop with Jed and Spike, like Captain Kirk on the Enterprise. We'll travel far like Adama did in the Battlestar. <laughs> like, damn.
1: <laughs> my, my, my father was a big Battlestar Galactica man. There were three obsessions in the house growing up. There was Transformers, my mother was James Bond, yep. and my, my father was a Battlestar Galactica. So I, I loved the new series. I watched the new series, I watched the old one, Battlestar Galactic, Galactica 1980 was trash. No one likes Galactica <laughs> 1980, but the original Battlestar Galactica with Lauren Green as Commander Adama, and then um, uh, what was his name, Edward James Almost? Is that Edward James? Who, who played who played him in the new one?
0: Uh, shoot, I uh, I don't recall.
1: I, anyway, I met him. You know, it's sad I met him. I met him at a Comic Con, and uh, his gruff just you sometimes gotta roll the hard six like love that actor he's incredible incredible guy i think it's edward james Holmes, is it? i think it's a, i don't know anyway yeah battle star in the building <laughs> again not enough love in, in the d in the, in the hip-hop work i'm
0: i'm really glad that you like you like put the spotlight on like what I feel like is like a lot of <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of shows that don't get love and just get kind of uh, crapped on by people who kind of think it's kind of like who think like all oh, like cartoons are wet. Oh it's, it's, some,
1: it's some nerd stuff or something like that, you know?
0: Right. Like I feel like Cowboy Bebop kind of broke the mold of uh, broke the mold for anime because it was, number one it was a a space western so creative and the the wor- the world building that they had in that uh in that show and like the amazing amount of story they were able to put together in 26 episodes
1: yeah yeah that's one of my all-time favorite shows not even an anime just one of my favorite shows you know
0: and then there was the soundtrack
1: which i have on vinyl um I had to get I had to buy the vinyl. I absolutely love um it has everything on there but Real Folk Blues.
3: Why is Real Folk
1: Blues not on the vinyl? Wait, how does it not have Real Folk Blues? <laughs> Apparently it's got its own record. It's just its own record and okay. I'm like Yeah, I need to hear Real Folk Blues, but everything else, you know, the mushroom hunting, all the other stuff uh, are from the from the original scores on there and I absolutely love that. That that's my that's my that's my lush vibes. Like that's my that's the record I listen, and I'm like, well, I wonder what Calvin's doing right now." So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's my dream. I'm see, a music, I'm a music nerd. I love it. See, I knew you were all right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, a couple other couple other lines off of um, "Out of Cosmic Cruise." Land the spacecraft with Neil and Buzz Aldrin. She in the cockpit, cruising at an altitude upright where uh, upright where all the stars live take the TARDIS back to Gallifrey
3: <laughs> I had to do it for the I had to do it for
1: Brit I had to do it for a uh, for shout out to, to Doctor Who fans man BBT up in the building come on man
0: that like that line solidified it for me
1: <laughs> I actually got some got, got some slack from a friend of mine because I had let her hear it, and this is after the video was done, and she said it. I think it's it's Gallifrey, not Gallifrey. I
0: I believe it. I believe it is Gallifrey, but
1: Gallifrey. yeah.
0: But eh, tomato, tomato.
1: Man. Yeah, I kind of yeah. took I kind of took my you know artistic liberties with yeah. that one because I had to make it fit with Galaxy. But funny because when I perform it live, I go I go Gal, Gallifrey, yeah, and then Galaxy. You know, I just said it like that. So, but yeah, but by that point, I had figured it out. I would already record it. I love it. I'll go back and re-record it.
0: So this, uh, this kind of goes into uh, the next question that uh, I wanted to get into. And I'm pretty, I uh, believe you've already answered it. Like, well, let me, let me frame it this way. Yes, you have established that you are, in fact, a blurred. And for those uh, those of you out there who are wondering what that means, right? It's blurred. not a venereal.
1: It's not a venereal disease. I don't have blurred. <laughs> I swear to God, she Experience. she. I, I, I met her once. It was I was drunk that night. <laughs> Got a case of the blurred.
0: <laughs> Might want to see a doctor about that, man.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> tonic water that'll take that'll, that'll take that'll take the blurred right out
0: Back. gotta get that quinine
1: in man <laughs> <laughs> blurred no black nerd black nerd yep I guess I am a blurred I didn't even know what that was I was just a nerd that was black like I... <laughs> yeah and someone came up with a name for it I uh, must is because must ain't don't sound right Like got I, I don't
0: <laughs> if, if memory serves me correct, uh, the term "blurred" came from
1: an episode of Scrubs. Really, I never really watched. I watched episodes of Scrubs, but I never really got into it. It came from Scrubs. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: I believe it was the episode where uh, Dr. Turk uh, was trying to uh, set up a, uh, set up cameras for uh, his uh, girlfriend Carla, who was getting ready to have a baby. Uh huh. And he and he was like. I got my uh, I got my cousin who's a blur to help me set up uh, help set up these cameras. Blur, uh, blur, oh, okay. is a black
1: nerd. In case you didn't know. So. Uh, okay. I had no idea yeah. where it came from. <laughs> no idea where it came from. Cause I yeah, I don't know. I was always a nerd. I'm more of a geek, I guess. Nerd is um, I guess to me is more technical. It's like I don't actually. Uh, no science (laughs) (laughs) I only know pseudoscience like I I can tell you the density of energon cube but I can't actually (laughs) tell you anything about dark matter we read a lot of Neil deGrasse Tyson books like twice so that I can figure out what he was talking about (laughs) you ever read a Neil deGrasse Tyson book and then all of a sudden you you, you can't help but but to read the words in his voice if he's narrating it the expanse of the universe, like <laughs> that's me, that's me, that's a blurred.
0: I feel like I feel like the term blurred is better than, uh, I guess the the counter term bleak. I don't I don't think that would be a good look for anybody.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, why are you making why 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 are you take why are we on uh, a Brooklyn radio station making uh, taking jabs at Memphis Bleak? <laughs> Why, why are we doing this right now? He's in Jay Z's will, man. Calm it down, man. He's in Jay Z. He he said even if he don't make it, he's still a millionaire. Like, come on, you heard what he said, man. Come on, don't be making fun of Memphis Bleak like that. Shout out to Memphis Bleak. I like Memphis Bleak. Shout out to Dynasty. <laughs> I was
0: kind of I kind of curious how like how deep your uh... I guess, blurred them kind of roles. Like, like, well, like besides, um, uh, besides Transformers, like what well, were some of your like favorite, like cartoons and like shows past and present?
1: Oh, I love them all, man. Star Wars, Star Trek. I've been told that I need to get to the expanse. I haven't gotten into it yet on Amazon, all the classic stuff, you know, um, I, I like science fiction and a reason I like science fiction mm. You know if you were to ask me a couple years ago i would say oh no cause it's cool like and you know grown folks talk the reason why i enjoy science fiction is because and, and fantasy for that matter is a lord of the rings all that good stuff yeah is because uh it it kind of rewires how you think you know what i'm saying it's like the, it creates these in scenarios that are not part of our everyday life and then puts and it makes you ask the question, what would you do in that situation? If you could fly, yeah. if you could fly, and you had all these superpowers, but your dad died of a heart attack. You know, that was what happened to Christopher Reed, Superman. You know, he said in the movie, which really hurt, <laughs> and it really hit home for this fictional character, but he said all these powers and I couldn't save him. Mm-hmm. And it's stuff like that, that kind of just makes me go, wow, you know, what would you do in that situation? And of course, you know it's a gimmick. It's the laser shoots and the robots and da 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 da. But when you break down to the human element that 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 comes with a lot of these stories, mm-hmm. and the way they they're able to, um, I always say science fiction is kind of a a, a a it's part of the plot. It's the setup, but it's not the core of the story. The core of the story are real human interactions. In cases like Transformers. They're not human, but they have human characteristics. And so we relate to these characters, Optimus Prime as a father figure, Bumblebee as the kid friendly figure. So, you know, um that's kind of how what they can transform the cars. So there's your gimmick, there's there's your cool stuff. But then it's like how do they do what they do? And I find that very interesting. So to answer your question again, long winded as hell. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm down for whatever. You know, there there are very few intellectual properties where I just turn my nose to, and I'm like, and there might be some things that um, that I just never got into that I'm not hating on, but I just admit I missed it. Um, To your point about the anime, my only, my only, my biggest issue with anime Mm. is anime usually tells a story after a hundred episodes, you know, and it is unapologetic for letting you jump in at any point. And, um, you know, I'll give you Dragon Ball Z, for example, is, you know, my wife started watching some of the later episodes of Dragon Ball. And there were too many questions. Why has this guy got three eyes? Why is there a green guy with diddly bobs? You know, why is there a talking pig? So you have to go all the way back to the beginning to explain what happened. And I think Cowboy Bebop and, and various other animes do a very good job of letting you jump in at any point and understand where the characters are going as opposed to other stuff which i tell people all the time if you're not a star wars fan don't watch star wars but if i'm a star wars fan i love all the star wars Uh but um if you're not a star wars fan at the very least watch the first three movies they are totally worth it they are american classics like i've had friends of mine who are not into science fiction uh who watched it and went, actually i enjoyed myself that's all you don't have to watch the prequels you don't have to watch the mullets you don't have to watch Samuel Jackson with a purple laser sword. You know, just just watch the original. So, long-winded answer, number number five. <laughs> Not
0: mad about it at all. It kind of goes into, it kind of goes back to <clears throat> uh, the aspect of storytelling, and I wonder if, like watching those growing up or continuing to watch them uh, as an adult kind of uh, influences the way you tell stories with your music.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, one of my biggest influences on the, uh, that just made me think of is Redman actually. Mm. I'm a huge Redman fan and Redman was just fun and uh, is fun. He's still making music Mm -hmm. and he makes these zingers and they're digestible. And I remember when I listened to, I think, Blackout, the first Blackout album, Red and Meth, in like the late 90s, yeah. is it was digestible hip-hop for me. Because um, I love all aspects of hip-hop, but I'm not a pimp. I'm not a drug dealer. I'm just a, I'm just a kid from the birds. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's it's tough. It's great when you're in the gym and you need to get that extra rep and you want to smack somebody inside the head. You need to smack them up somebody up inside the head music but it's it's but sometimes um the stories like i'm a huge ghost face killer fan but i ain't from staten island i ain't gonna front like i'm from (laughs) you know uh stapleton or whatever whatever spot whatever project they from is like the way they the way they have the way they have set it up in their career is you don't go to stapleton you don't go to Park Hill. You do not go there. And so, what was I going to say about Glen Arden? Like, no, you can come to Glen Arden. It's nice. We have, we have forests. So, <laughs> so, so, my so, so, it's a way to engage and to create that analogy. It's like when you say go to Cybertron on the Astro train, it's like not even necessarily knowing every single. Intellectual property from that song. Mm. By the time you get to that point, with hear Cyber, you hear Tron, you hear Astro, and you hear Train, and you already know it's a science fiction related thing. Right. You know, and a lot of the fans who know who who Astro Train is, um, then then yeah, you know, shout out to you because you're awesome, and we all need to get a beer. But you know, it's um, it's a balance between making it digestible. Yeah and talking about what you know and it's like and maybe if you're lucky with a good beat and a good concept you can bring people into your world and that's what I try to do I
0: really like that and I, I really do appreciate that answer it's like very uh, very in depth and <clears throat> really getting, getting into like how you honed your craft and like how you've gone about
1: storytelling our storytelling man Slick Rick Mona Lisa Mona Lisa so man I opened for Slick Rick um, really? Um, yeah yeah um, uh, I opened for Slick Rick and Biz Marquis rest in peace uh, I was in I think it was 09 or 2010 and um, uh, it was for a competition and uh, we had I had written a song uh, that I had never put out on streaming but you can find it in my band camp somewhere if you dig deep enough but it was uh, it was a kind of a slick Rickish song Um, and we performed it for for Rick Rick, we actually we we opened for him and uh, we actually didn't even see Rick perform because he was late he was on a flight to Vegas Uh and uh yeah and he was not he was not he we we, i was so tired that night i was like okay well i'll take i'll see pictures later and so we dipped out because we got tired of waiting um and biz marquis man that guy man what a dj to see him in 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 action Mm. was a blessing and um biz he took you on a music, you talking about narrative? He took you on a musical journey from the hip hop, from the Cool Herc days, from the 1970s, yeah. up to the 2010s, which is where, which is when, naturally where he stopped because that's when we opened for him, so there was no 2020. So right. there, he took that whole, he, West Coast, Bone Thugs and Harmony, the, the, the Houston rappers, like, you know, Ghetto Boys, like, Uncle Luke, he took it all and blended it together and told you a story too. And all we wanted to hear was just a friend, and he refused to play it. <laughs> He's like, I'm not the just a friend guy. And it was he played like a, a snippet of it when he was DJing in it at But then but yeah. Um but yeah, Slick Slick was um Slick was incredible. He was an incredible storyteller and also a major influence.
0: Oh, wow, that's really incredible, man. Like you're absolutely right like that's a that's a blessing to be able to, to have been a part of that
1: oh absolutely absolutely
0: much respect much respect um on the topic of storytelling you start off the nightlife with the track that too shall pass and <clears throat> like I really I'm really kind of curious like they're like, you're actually telling a story. Uh, it looks like you're telling a story that your grandfather told you.
1: Yes, sir. yes. Otis, Otis Home. Otis Home. It's Otis. That's how he used to call <laughs> my grandfather. He, he'd say, his answering machine was, hey, it's me. Call me. Tell me something. He's a huge Ray Charles fan. Huge Ray Charles fan. Uh, I tear up every time I hear George on my mind. He loved himself from Ray Charles. And he, 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 he always had this exasperated talk, uh, 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 uh tone when he talked. He was my, he's my maternal, um, grandfather. Hey! And everything was his oats! <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I really, I really like the, I really like the, uh, story that, uh, story of his that you convey in this song. Like, deal, like, dealing with frustration uh-huh. and like, Trying to figure out how to like how to temper it or control it, and then you have this woman that sees your grandfather, <clears throat> sees your grandfather like having a moment,
1: and she just tells him that too shall pass. That too shall pass. Just calm it down. It'll be over in a second. You mean what? I, you mean my mantra every morning when I look in the mirror. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of a that's kind of a mantra that i've been uh i've been um trying to go by especially this year man this year has been wild i lost my dad in april
1: my condolences
0: thank you like and it's still like it's still really really rough for me like at times like i'll just like i'll just think about him and just tears just start rolling down my eyes man yeah. But, like, I can, but think about how great of a man he was, how fortunate I was to have him for, uh, for, for 35 years, you know? Mm-hmm. And even though I'm, even though it still, it still really hurts, like, like that too shall pass. And I know I'll be, I know I'll be okay, you know?
1: You know, the most, uh, it absolutely will. Um, some advice that I... You know, I, I tear up every year for my father. I, Because, you know, I have his music. So I listen to his music. Yeah. And I listen to it play. It's on my sound... One of his songs on my SoundCloud page, if you look really deep. It's called Cosmic Echoes. Okay. And... Um, and uh, I play it and I just, I get teary eyed and I go, man, dad, if you were here and everybody says, yeah, you know, he's in spirit, he lives within you. No, I literally want him right here so I can get a beer and we can right. talk some trash. Like, that's what I want to do. <laughs> but, um, but no, it does get, I remember a year after he died, I would visit him on his, I would visit him on his birthday, my birthday and the day he died and uh for my birthday my grandparents uh had, had you know both of them were alive at the time my grandmother's still with us um and she's still feisty and still ready for thanksgiving but um uh, and, uh my grandfather and my grandmother were were at the were, were with you know they they came up to give me my present i guess like you know like a gift card or something and uh, they were going to the. They, they, I told them I'd be at the cemetery, and so I was at the cemetery and been here, and I was crying like a baby. And uh, you know, I was 20 when he died, when mm-hmm. my father. Died. And so um, I was just turned 21, and I was like, "Damn, I'm, I can't. I'll never get a beer with my dad." And uh, my grandfather, my and, and I asked my grandparents because you know, you know, by my grandparents, they had lost a lot of people since then. Yeah. And I said, you know, and and I I, I have so much admiration for, we don't give enough love to our elders and the way that they handle things because they handle their mortality with such grace, at least mine do. You know, there's some people who don't, but my my grandparents really, really were good at it. My grandfather used to say, he looked at the obituaries every day and I'd ask him why. And he said, to make sure I'm not in it. And uh, (laughs) and it it, it, is, it, it's those type of that kind of reaction, the kind of story that helps me, that helps deal with some of the pain that you have. Yeah. Right. And I asked him. I said, "Does it get better?" And and my grandparents said, "Yeah, it gets better, but it be, be but it's it's different. It's just different, you know." And that that resonates to this day. You know, I've lost a lot of family members. My aunts. Um, uh, you know. At, you know. Sometimes people just die with broken heart. Yeah. Um, I we just lost my great aunt, uh, who was my grandmother's sister. Um, she passed away of um, COVID. Uh, not not COVID, but of she um, had cancer, oh. uh, and she contracted COVID at the same time. Um, and she was the sweetest woman in the world. And, and Aunt Lorraine was was lighthearted and positive, and absolutely a joy to be with. And I think about her fondly. Um, and uh, and I asked my my great uncle John, which is ninety. Um, I said, is he?" And this is just this was just here. And he says, And I say, hey, "How are you doing?" So I'm doing fine. I said, "You sister, well, I knew
3: Lorraine was, you know, we aren't, we are here to stay."
1: And he said it just like that with that same cadence. <laughs> and it's scary. It really is. It's scary. But their their handling of it makes it so much easier. Right. I don't want to die. I got, I got, I got too. I got more albums to make. oh
0: you you actually answered a question that i i was thinking about asking you the the question you asked your grandparents does it get better uh it i i feel like it's gonna get better but it's still but oh it's gonna
1: suck yeah. <laughs> so it's gonna totally
3: suck. It's so it's like somebody, it's like they were here a minute ago and now they're not. And it
1: sucks. It absolutely does. I don't care what anybody tells you. I'm not gonna get on my soapbox, but yeah, it it stains and and you have to learn that this is a part of life and that it's something different. And like I said, I'm not, this is not a bragging right, but you know, I've lost a lot of it. Well, I don't say lost because the, the pastor at my, um, my grandfather's funeral uh, said, you didn't lose them. You know where they are.
2: Mm.
1: So, yeah. um, so no, I did. And my, my grandmother's old school. She doesn't believe in soft language. When we, Nobody passed. Nobody was lost. No, they died. That's what she said. She said, you're dead. It's, she's old school. She said, no, nah, I don't none of that. And you're dead. But, um, and, um, and, uh, and, and, but, uh, you just realize that, you, you have to realize that death is a part of life. And, uh, and I do things every day to honor um, my, uh, my living family, but also those in the past. I never want to forget them. Uh, those people who have passed away, who have passed on, moved on, Died have um, have shaped the men that we are today, mm-hmm. and um, I think about it all the time. Every time I get to go to the gym, I say, "I just want for you, Dad, or my uncle, or, or any of uh, anybody else who who has passed away, and, and their pain is they're no longer in, in pain, and uh, and they're okay." It sucks for the rest of us. We're here so <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah, love you, man. You got eight. We all we all going through it.
0: Thank you, man. Thank you. Um, I want to take <clears throat> take a moment to give a shout out to the man of whom none of this would have really been possible, Mr. AJ
1: Throwback. AJ <clears throat> Throwback in the is he, he here?
0: He is. He is in the chat room right now. Fire in the chat. Um. The, uh, the link to the chat is rfb.nyc slash playlist. And that goes for everybody out there who wants to uh, jump in the chat. rfb.nyc slash playlist. AJ says, peace, family. I tuned in at the beginning, but I'm just now popping back after having to uh, handle a situation here at home. Tapped in now, and huge shout out to the homie Night Train 357 being the first interview on Lush Vibes Radio.
1: So, um, AJ's incredible. Uh, yes. I'm actually working on a track with AJ, um, nice. or he sent me a track, and I will be working on a track. Um, AJ, don't put your business out there, I don't need to know what's going on with your with your business at home. He made it seem like you know, I got a situation
0: got situ- at home, got a situation here, I had to,
1: had to deal with that, <laughs> right? Right, right. You do, you, like, look, look, look now, look now, <laughs> I don't know what your situation is, okay. <laughs> But this is a family show. <laughs> okay. I can't say I can't say what I want to say, because you know, the cops come after me. <laughs> but yeah, uh-huh. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is if you see a bag, if you see a bag at the gas station, you don't pick up the bag, you leave the bag right there. That's all <laughs> I'm gonna say about that. Situa- that's why you got situation. You open up Pandora's box. You should have left the bag at the gas station where you where you saw it and you left it there and it would none none of this would have happened. Now he done followed you home. Now you went a horror movie. Now Mike Myers is coming after you. You could have just, that's <laughs> your fault, bro. Sorry, AJ, that's your fault. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> Uh, I ain't you know, ba- I'm not I'm not I'm not helping him bury the bodies this time <laughs> that's not I'm, not I'm not doing that you
0: only but, get you, know. you only get one
1: you get your own shovel you dig your own hole <laughs> okay
0: uh he also he also uh he also uh, uh chimed in losing a parent is a pain which doesn't go away completely because I still cry here and there when I think about my dad but it definitely gets easier with time and healing So uh, I think I think uh just, uh, uh, in time, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't rush it. That too shall pass.
0: I think I, I think I was, uh, I think I was, uh, kind of missing him a lot. And so the, uh, the mustache kind of, mustache kind of, uh, presented itself. <laughs>
2: right,
0: right, just right. To, it was a, just to make sure, just just, to, just so I remember that he, that, uh, he's still around somewhere
1: he's still around yeah, yeah. It, and it was hard it was hard when my you know like i said i was 20 when my father died and uh and uh, the, i was right in the middle of college mm. um you know I, my grades were went went wah, 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 wah. they went down because you know i wasn't focused on it i was in the hospital all the time right um you know uh and so it's very very challenging you know my father um my uncle his brother mm-hmm. And, uh, and my grandfather were all pronounced dead at the same hospital. Ooh. So, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> every time I go there, I'm like, no, I don't want to be there. And it's a really nice hospital, but it's just got some bad memories. That is, so, yeah. That is, fair. That is fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair. I mean, you don't go there. You hope you're heading out, but you know, it's a very nice hospital when I don't want to be there.
0: <laughs> oh, AJ responded. Nobody had to uh, had to hide the dope under the boobies. At least this time around, LMAO.
1: <laughs> I think he meant bodies, not boobies. <laughs> well, that's that's a Freudian slip. So could could could, could be. <laughs> it, send me a link to the chat. Uh, type it in for me because I was trying to find it myself.
0: Okay, no problem. Um... But uh, in the meantime, uh, we are uh, we are in the uh, 12 o'clock hour. And uh, because we are we have made it to made it past the uh, one hour mark, it is time to uh, get into a little bit of housekeeping. And for you, uh, um, anybody who listens to the show, um, you can't hear it right now, but I've got some house music playing house music for housekeeping.
1: Ah, Hello.
0: Play, play on words that, uh, that a friend of mine just uh, casually uh, threw my way and I was like, you know what, you're really onto something.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so let's get into the housekeeping real quick. Lush Vibes Radio comes to you care of Radio Free Brooklyn, a 501c3 nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy, education, free expression, and public art. As such, we rely on the contributions of our hosts, our volunteers, and you, the wonderful, magnificent, splendiferous listeners of this station. If you'd like to support Radio Free Brooklyn, there's a few ways that you can. One way is by going to radiofreebrooklyn.org donate and making a one-time donation or monthly pledge. And while, there, while you're there, you can check out some of the cool swag that we have available, like uh, T-shirts, coffee mugs, tote bags, Beanie hats, a onesie for your baby, because RFB is for the children, and so much more. Once again, that is ReadyFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. You can also support Radio Free Brooklyn by shopping through Amazon Smile, Amazon's charity initiative where you can shop and support a nonprofit of your choice at the same time. Best of all, it costs you nothing extra. All you have to do is go to smile.amazon.com. Select Rady Free Brooklyn as the nonprofit that you wish to support, and start shopping. A small percentage of the the total of your order will go RFB's way, and will continue to help us keep the lights on, help us hold on to this really, really awesome studio that we have, continue to uh, allow us to bring you twenty four hours of continuous shows, music, talk anything you can think of and um uh we are going to be uh expanding very uh, expanding very soon in, uh, into a uh, a uh, a second radio stream so stay tuned for more information about that that's going to be coming within the next two weeks very excited about that so yes
1: Oh, and uh, AJ Throwback, uh, one note I want to say, AJ Throwback wanted to clear up and say, yeah, he definitely meant boobies. <laughs> he definitely meant boobies. Something about dope under the boobies. So, you know, <laughs> this business all out there. Didn't specify whose boobies. He just said boobies.
0: I guess the boobies weren't dope enough as, it, as they were.
1: Oh, man. What? That's, I don't know how to respond to that. Like, <laughs> boobies are fine by themselves. They don't need dope underneath them or anything else. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that to the memory glands. Please, you know.
0: Don't, don't, dis- don't disrespect the memories.
1: No, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Your word of wisdom from Lush fiber, <laughs> Exclusive.
2: exclusive yes (laughs)
0: let's see um, if you'd like to listen to Radio Free Brooklyn anytime you're not in front of your computer make sure you check out the Radio Free Brooklyn mobile app available at the Google Play Store for your Android device and the Apple App Store for your iOS device and finally make sure you check out our monthly newsletter Radio Free Brooklyn where we give you the latest in new shows host interviews information of uh, upcoming RFB events, and so much more. Go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter to sign up. And with that, we got the housekeeping out of the way.
1: Boobies. Boobies. (laughs) (laughs) That's just to get people to pay attention, that's all.
0: (laughs) And uh, to uh, call attention to your shirt, Butts.
1: Ah, yes, my shirt. Um, My shirt is uh, uh, Bob's for everybody listening. I'm wearing a Bob's Burger. Uh, If you guys are familiar with the show, Bob's Burger, um, my wife got me this. Tina uh, from Bob's Burger is my spirit animal. And so uh, she has an obsession over butts. and um, That's where (laughs) that comes from. Uh,
2: Tina.
0: want to touch all the butts.
1: I want to touch all the butts. It's part of Jimmy Pesto Jr. and my erotic fan <laughs> fiction.
3: She's what I was
1: if I was a girl and I was 13. Like, that is me. I just imagine Tina, same glasses, um, and I did origami. That is literally me. So, instead, not erotic fan fiction, I made comic books and origami. But yeah, oh, she really? is my spirit animal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh God, I love that show so much.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. I have an interesting uh, a reason for liking that show that I'm not going to tell you on radio, but it was an incredible uh, reason for getting into that show.
0: Okay. Um,
1: yeah <laughs> All right right on, right on. I'm gonna leave it at that. you know, y'all gotta to check it out on uncensored. <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is
2: boobies.
0: But
1: right, right, right. Let's keep it. Let's keep it. Let's keep it. Let's keep it a, a little bit cleaner for the kids. You know, <laughs> night train for the kids.
0: Uh, this is a freeform radio station, so we are not gov- and we are not governed by the FCC, so we can say whatever we want, literally.
1: But I try not to because I have family members listening.
3: <laughs> I'm still not going to
1: say it because, yeah, I got, I got, I don't know if I have any family members listening, but they might catch it on the replay. So,
0: yeah, uh, nothing you know. incriminating here.
1: No, nothing incriminating. Well, maybe a little. Incriminating, but, you know. <laughs> okay, we'll see. We'll see. The night's young.
0: Okay, no, nothing too incriminating. <laughs> right. I wanted to ask you about. The track, Drive Me Crazy. The dope track that features New Choice. Shout out to New Choice. Love that guy. It was a dope track on the album, but last month, you came out with a remix.
1: I did, yes.
0: Can, yeah. you, t- can you tell me a little bit about the song, about the original song and uh, um, how it... Evolved into the uh,
1: the remix. So, for anybody who has listened to the album "The Nightlife," "Drive Me Crazy," the original was uh, was a beat produced by ADST. He gave it to me. It was uh, entitled Make like, "Make 'Em Cry." You know, again, that's how you wow. know di- the people. Different um, different producers have different ways of naming their stuff. And uh, I listened to it a trillion time times, and I was like, I don't what am I gonna do with this thing. And uh, and but it was something was I did like three hooks, um, before I finally uh, wrote the hooks were driving Me Crazy." And I said, "Choice, you gotta you gotta hop on this, channel. And he said, "Okay, all right, I'll do it." And uh, uh, a lot of my friends really like the song. And I I wanted to do a, a shout out. This is for the ladies type song. Okay. But not a not a this is but you know when you when rappers say this is for the ladies they say. You know, oh, this is for the ladies. I'm going to You know, skate, and, and, right. you know, slap you in the face and call you a man. I don't know.
3: <laughs> but I don't really,
1: you know, I, I love, I, you don't get me wrong, I love some ratchet, nasty stuff. But I wanted to do something a little bit more respectful because the women that I shout out in the song are actually friends of mine. You know, so they, these are beautiful, wonderful women. The very last line is my wife. The, the last person I mentioned is my wife, Brianna. And um, and, uh, and I just wanted to shout out as many friends and, and people that I know who are impactful women in my life. And so some of them are co-workers, some of them are longtime friends, um, you know, and so on and so forth. Uh, so, uh, and the idea is y'all drive me insane, but I love you. <laughs> Let me get on my nerves, but they smell better than that. I don't Thanks. I don't I don't believe in guys' night. I, I don't any more than um we we uh any more and, and you're talking a sausage fest, like any more than three after that. I don't wanna it's like, oh man, it's gonna be,
3: like you ever been to yeah yeah, I used
1: to have the best parties, Calvin. I used to have the best parties in my twenties, in my um what i to my like my my no, I say my I say my late twenties. I think I did I won't do it in my early thirties because I'm in my late thirties right now. But in my late twenties, I was throwing down, I mean like crazy parties. And I had this rule, it's called the ratio. Mm-hmm. It was like you can't for every one guy there needs to be at least three women. Okay. And people say, oh, that's that's a lot. No, that's not, because you don't want to bring all your fellas there because the problem with fellas are Fellas bring more fellas. When you tell your your, your buddies that they're going to be, when you tell the homies mm. that you're going to have a, a house party, they go, oh, man, you having a house party this weekend? They'll, they'll drop everything to go to a house party. And, uh, you know, women, you know, you've got to, you know, schmooge them into doing it over, like, a couple months. like. And then you got to make sure they bring the girlfriends and, you know, mm. and their friends and your friends and maybe we can be friends and maybe we can do things in we can, you know, do other stuff. <laughs> so 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 women are more important to the energy of the room even if they're uh, and most women will say well why do you have so many um it's something about feminine energy that's just more desirable in an atmosphere and and they love it and we loved it and it was always about 50 50 when i did that rule because right. you know the fellows you know your, your your lady friends would always bring they always they they come in threes Two girls would party. One girl was like, "I'm only here because my girlfriends are here." So, didn't talk to her. And then um, your 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 male friends they'd be on the phone, be like, "Well, you know, you having a party? Well, it is my mom's funeral, but I think I can make it." Like, they'll they'll drop everything. So I said, "This one has got to be a shout out for a woman." So. Um, <laughs> So That's where that came from. It was just kind of this, you know, it was about, it was about pimp, uh, lady energy and, and not sarcastically, like, right, rest in peace, DMX. We lost some heavy hitters this year, Shock G. Yeah, um, we lost a, a Black Rob, but uh, DMX uh, hit me because he he made the angry workout music of my dreams. Um, his whole like catalog was just him, you know, my workout playlist so DMX, you know. And uh, what you really want from us? You know, I love that song, but, you know, I don't say the B word. So, <laughs> so I wasn't, I wasn't wanting to call no on women or that. So, um, so I, I had to do something for the ladies, something positive. So that's what I came from. All right, um, right on.
2: Right
0: drive on. Me
1: Crazy Remix is a whole different, a whole different mess. <laughs> yeah. That was like, if you actually drive you crazy, like a horror movie, like drive you to insanity. Yeah. But if she's that hot, you don't care. So that's pretty much the, the premise of that story, which became a horror movie. So I'm
0: going to ask you about that in just a moment. So <clears throat> a couple of comments from uh, AJ Throwback um, in response to your uh, in response to your uh, party system. He says it creates a warmer atmosphere when there are slightly more women. Yes, or, or at least a one to one ratio. Great system,
1: bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and you gotta understand. If I don't invite you to my party, there's a reason why. Because first come, first serve. And then my friends be like, "You didn't invite me to the next party?" No, because you came to the last one, you got too drunk, and you threw up on Brenda's dress. I don't want to deal with that again. So guess what? Brenda's coming back. You're not allowed to come back.
2: <laughs> hey, that's do your
0: just, own party. That's just how. That's just how it goes. That's yeah. that's how. That's how you weed people out, man.
1: You gotta weed them out. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you can't, everybody can't come to the promised land. I'm sorry. Everybody. You know, <laughs> sorry. Everybody can't go to the good place. Gotta come in Purgatory. <laughs> I, I'll be, I'll be over there with Eleanor and Tahani.
0: Um, so the, so the, the remix and the video.
1: Ooh, I love that video.
0: Yo, that video was dope
1: i love, love that, that video. video i love it as a fan because i didn't I, I i look at it and go oh, we did this like yeah. <laughs> that video is so much fun
0: so the video uh the uh the song in the video um <clears throat> um circle around a one daria mayfair
1: daria mayfair or the ghost of daria mayfair <laughs> yes Now is Daria Mayfair
0: a, uh, a character that you uh, that you made for this uh, for this remix or uh, what's the story behind Daria Mayfair?
1: Daria Mayfair the manifestation that Daria Mayfair is in this was specifically for this the, the, the way that she presented was for this video but Daria Mayfair is actually cat's idea. that is my best uh, friend. Kat Norris, the one who played Daria Nathan there. Oh, okay. Um, she is, uh, we met each other, actually, uh, at the same time I met Artemis. Um, we've known each other for a very long time. She, um, um, uh, 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 Are you familiar with the group called Red Gold Green? Uh,
0: Red Gold Green?
1: Yeah. yeah, Red Gold Green. They're from DC. They did a song with Method Man uh, a couple years ago. They're, um, well, Gold, the member of Red Gold Green, um, used to date Kat. And uh, that was her introduction to the hip hop world. So she used to hang out at all the open mics and stuff like that.
2: Okay. And
1: uh, and eventually we became friends. And she knows a lot of the people in the DMB. And uh, and uh, she she we kind of linked up a lot and connected a lot because had a lot in common. She's a she's a she's a nerd. She's not. I guess she's a white nerd. So she's a word. I don't know. But um, but she you know, uh, uh, she created a separate. Instagram page called Daria Mayfair. And uh, Daria Mayfair, it was just a way to do her kind of vintage 1950s, 1960s kind of pop art. She kind of got in this mood where she bought a bunch of, like, cool old old 50s clothes and stuff like that and wanted to dress up. Or she would do fantasy stuff and some stuff that she didn't want her father to see. That's why she put it on, on a Because, you know, she, sometimes you want to feel sexy and you want to, you know, do your thing. And I looked at her Instagram page and I was like pissed, stalking her one day. I said, man, you are something else, Cat. you you bad. And I said, you know, you, you gotta be in music video one day. She said, I, I would only wanna be in a music video if you did something weird. And I said, I agree. And um, you saw the Cosmic Cruise video with the green screen and we were flying out of space. Yeah. I'm an independent artist. And this is my craft. And shout out to all the independent artists that are listening or being inspired or whatever. Do all the crazy stuff you want to do. You know, it's like, it's 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 on your time. And so that's what we decided on. We said, this is on our time. We're going to do something. We're not going to make a, a music video. We're going to make a movie. We're going to make a full film. I wrote a script and I'm casted, Cat as the ghost of darling Okay. So you go to Daria Mayfair to see her page. Mm. But the ghost of Daria Mayfair is what you see, and so we constructed a whole story about it. There's a haunted woods, an actual haunted woods in Ellicott City um, that we recorded at, and the uh, pillars in the um, the video are uh, painted by Satan worshippers from an old chapel, an old beat up chapel in the ruins. There's, this oh, is oh really. Yes, yes. People say, were you worried about that? I was like, no, because I believe in Jesus. I wasn't worried one bit. I had the power of the Lord on me, but it made for a creepy, cool army. I, I swear to you not. I swear to you, Calvin. Um, by the blood of Jesus. When you went, when you look down at the, the and I, 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 I took a picture of it, but if you look at the floor, you can't see it in the video, but you look at the floor of the thing, they painted on the floor a dragon that, twists and turns, you know, in a 360-degree in a circle, like some kind of Mortal Kombat. And these are like creepy Celtic things. And it's and, and, and it's, and it's a restricted area. This is not a public park. We snuck up on a mountain and did oh, this gosh. because there used to be a chapel that got torn down and they had to block it up because Satan worshipers would go to this chapel. You can look it online. It's the chapel, it's the Hell's, Hell's Chapel in Ellicott City. And we found these old ruins and we created a narrative based off of it. And then the local um, theater, which is a, they they were closed because of COVID. And there's a theater uh, uh, that plays, um, you know, there's the IMAX and stuff and the the Regals and the AMC theaters, you know. Mm -hmm. This was a local community theater that played, that, that hadn't been, that had been refurbished. And, but it was, they've been around since the 1920s. Okay, so all the photos that I've been posting online and the photos you see in the video are from a from that old theater. And so they let us they let us. Yeah, they let us shoot in the theater. They love the idea and they do like old horror movies Rocky Horror Picture every Halloween. They do, you know, Night of the Living Dead and, and, and John Wayne movies and just like any old school movies and documentaries and indie films. Mm. at this location in downtown silver spring which is right across from the Fillmore, which is a venue that like ghostface killer and the roots and eric abadu and all these guys come in yeah. and so they said and they i i proposed the script and gave them the idea they said love it y'all come in and and so that was part of the video as well and those are the photos that Chelsea, that's who the paranormal investigator is looking at mm. until she finds out, dun dun dun, spoiler alert, she's in the photos. <gasps> <gasps> and the girl drives you crazy, but like the point is, she's so fine, I'll go crazy. <laughs>
3: I'll go crackle with this ain't asylum.
1: <laughs> it was like The Ring or The Conjuring, you know, so what's the movie, The Grudge? Uh, yeah, we, we pulled a lot of horror references.
0: Yeah, I saw I saw a lot of like uh, the different um, movie references that uh, you took from. The part that creeped me out the most, I don't like I don't know if it like bugged out anybody else like it did me. Was the shower scene with the bloody hand. Oh, (laughs) that was
1: that was totally from the grudge that we 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 said, well, how are we going to do this?
0: (laughs) Bro. I was uncomfortable. <laughs> that's
1: that of Good. That's supposed. That's, <laughs> it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. I love. I love when the when she turns the light off and you can see her in the shadows. Yes, yes. I love Ooh. that. What we learned when pre- doing the film, we had green screen effects that we completely took out. But we learned that the more practical effects you do in a horror movie, the more the creep factor. When they're real, when they when they look like they're in the space. Yeah. And so um I'm not a horror movie person. I I don't really uh watch a lot of horror movies, but I did my research and figured out how to create the shots we were working on because when Kat said, Ooh, wouldn't it be great if we were stalking somebody and that that's what's driving them crazy? I said, That would be a cool idea, but I don't know about horror. And then she went, What if it's a girl instead of a guy? And I went, Okay. <laughs> um that's fine so it became uh a subtle nod to the LGBT uh Q uh plus X Y and Z community I can't remember all of them but you know she is uh Cat Cat is a wonderful human being she is also queer and uh she thought it would be a great way to do representation and um and it wasn't over the top either it was like we wanted to make something tasteful and so my director uh uh Coyote he um he uh, he brought in an intimacy consultant, um, Reba Corinne Thomas. And she's actually one of the top intimacy consultants uh, and got an article on The Washingtonian. Mm. Yeah, so we, got, we had top tier people working on this. And I told ADST, I said, you got to remake the, you got to add some more to the beat. He said, you, you want me to add some more parts in it? I said, no, you need to turn this into a score. Because I said, we're like, I'm never I'm not being pretentious by saying this but when I'm looking at a video like this I'm chasing thriller. I'll never be thriller, but I'm chasing thriller. That's what I'm looking for. What's the hip hop version of Thriller and that's how we approached this uh, uh, this this video, you know. Um 10 10,000 10, views in 3 weeks. Right on. Yeah.
0: Like I, I, I did. Like I caught the part where, like, where the beat had to be extended. It was the part where, um, uh, Chelsea was sitting at the table and had opened up the uh, box of pictures, and you, like you could hear like the tension rise. Like,
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So they, the heartbeat sound and man, and she, and man, Chelsea was it was was. Is one of the? She's just, she's a friend of mine. We've known each other for years. If you if you an eagle eye will notice that she's also in uh, "Turn It Up," uh, the, the 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 song I did with my cousin Ron. She's actually in that video as well. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I you I'm like uh, I'm like Quentin Tarantino. I got my Sam Jackson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got your John Travolta. You got your you got your you got your same got your ensemble. Right, I got my Uma Thurman, you know what I'm saying? It's like I got to have yeah, you got to have your, your core group and Chelsea rocked her set. We said she was so comfortable in her own skin, she said, you know, on cue, you need to show terror, you need to show frustration, you need to show admiration. She had every uh direction down perfectly and she took it so well. So I'm just she
0: she really did nail it
1: though she rocked it like she was a superstar i I will not stop praising her name and she's um uh, she's actually uh she's been my friend for a very long time we used to do karaoke together um competitive like really competitive karaoke like i'm dressed up as a lobster on stage like bro you you didn't say the magic word Oh, I love I love me some karaoke. You know, one thing about karaoke too is when you can't go to an open mic, the best thing to do is do karaoke because you get your stage fright by, you know, doing something that you're comfortable with. Like right. that's that that and everybody always says, Whoa, you do so uh, uh you're so amazing. I was like, I don't know because I actually rap, so you know. <laughs> um but uh but it, it 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 is I love just, you know, I love karaoke nights. I love karaoke nights. That's a blur in me. Maybe it's the blurred in me.
0: <laughs> if I ever make it down there, we have to do, uh, we meet up. We're going to have to do at least one karaoke
1: night. Oh, to that note, I'll be up there. Uh, I will be um, uh, first, the first full week of January, January 8th. Okay. My DJ, DJ Tej Jaira, um he's a dope dj he's my dj i work with for um uh uh, when i do live shows Mm. uh he will be spinning at beer wax in brooklyn
0: i that is three train stops away from me
1: okay okay he's uh, he is i I think come come through if you can man we're gonna it's beer it's it's um it's a beer they, they said like
2: you know, they serve
1: beer, and they, they he does an all-vinyl set. And I'll be up there. I'll be hosting. It'll be primarily his show, but, you know, it'll be Siege Gyra featuring Night Train 357. So, yeah, I will be up in Brooklyn. I'll actually be um, in town uh, late December um, to drop off a couple of vinyl records as well at Beer Wax. Right on. Because uh, my album is on vinyl.
0: I'm going to have to pick up the vinyl ver- uh, the vinyl version.
1: Oh got, please do! Please
0: I got, do. I got, I got the digital version on uh, on Bandcamp, and now <clears throat> I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to like get in the true, the true physical form.
1: It's, it's, it's a different experience. My vinyl is eco friendly, and each purple is a different color purple. So you get a different purple. They got it because the eco friendly one they use whatever material mm-hmm. that the plant has available. They saw the cover. Pur- shout out to the purple cover because it's my wife's favorite color. And, um, everything, everything in the nightlife has meaning. That's what makes it so special is every line you say, there's a story behind every line. Cause I really wanted to think about what I said before I said it. So, and that goes for the visuals as well, you know? So, uh, but uh, the, the, it's an eco-friendly vinyl and every purple is uniquely different.
0: Right on. I love that. I love that. Um, uh, before, uh, before we uh, run out of time, it is 12.37. Yo, oh my this, God. this night has blown by, man. This has been so much fun. But I want to get into the uh, Drive Me Crazy remix so everybody can uh, hear what I've been raving about.
1: Hear what we've been rambling about this whole time. I think it's a dope song.
0: Yo, it is a dope song.
1: I, and I the, hope, uh, yeah, I hope your, your, your listeners like it.
0: Dope lyrics. The hook is... The hook is catchy as hell, man.
1: (laughs) Oh, somebody said they. Uh, uh, AJ said he liked the Good Place reference. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Always here for a Good Place reference. Yeah, and shout shout out to Nika Ladine for getting the vinyl, man. I love I love the vinyl heads, man.
0: Shout out to Nika, big shout out. Let's get into Drive Me Crazy, the remix. The remix. Night Train Three Five Seven featuring New Choice.
1: Exclusively on Lush Vod Radio.
0: Exclusive. Exclusive. exclusive.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Night Train 357. Crazy. I'm, a choice. I'm a man.
2: ADST.
3: I'm winning, trying to make a living, but I keep hooking up with these crazy women. They drive me crazy. Please don't send me trying to make a living but i keep hooking up with these crazy women they drive me crazy please don't Yo. Say Yo. she likes to party all night but nowadays the bar lights turn on and she's home and everything is all right all the four that night train like a mr dynamite jj to janet jackson only talking good times wait Let's take it further, uh-huh. smooth it out for the remix. The beat is practically murder. I gotta get your attention, and now you're making me nervous, uh-huh. screaming for my savior like I was in Sunday service. Mm-hmm. Keep it calm, like it. not even bother. Gotta be strategic so, so we can, can last longer. Uh-huh. This is not about tonight. I'm feeling something stronger, trying to grow with you and teach the youth like the Obamas. Without you, I would probably be a goner. It doesn't matter, she's on my mind. Straight jacket padded room. How could I be mad at you? Gordon Lou, Bruce Lee. Steve I still want to kick it more than Jim Kelly movies. I'm with it, trying to make a living, but I keep hooking up with these crazy women. They drive me crazy. Please don't save me. I'm with it, trying to make a living, but I keep hooking up with these crazy women. They drive me crazy. Please don't save me me crazy, but I don't think I make it, please don't save me, au contraire, mon shit, why you gonna lay there? She don't even play fair, tempting me with mysteries of Daria Mayfair, feel it in the night air, I don't want to be bad, but powers that she has can simply drive me mad, praying like a heathen with an extra pair of knee pads, looking around the corner for a buoy knife and ski mask, obsession and sensual tension, making me feel like she was sent from heaven or a darker dimension, got me fleeting and begging, but she leave me a messing, this is more a confession than a tale with a lesson, that your lady friends can drive you wild if you only let them, that's the power that they have, like some kind of possession, Frank Sinatra witchcraft. Every time I want to get out, she keeps dragging me back in. But I'm okay with that. I'm I'm winning. Trying to make a living, but I keep hooking up with these crazy women. They drive me crazy. Please don't save me. I'm winning. Trying to make a living, but I keep hooking up with these crazy women. They drive me crazy. make them cry make them put their hands up in the sky i want to show let me know relax and let the sugar low flow. Make them move, make them cry, make them put their hands up in the sky. I wanna show, let me, let me know. Relax yourself and let the sugar low flow. Nicole, Christina, Trent, Towson, Trudy, Courtney, Cecily, Proud. Dior, Annie, Shannon, Shirley, Addie, Tonya, Akemi, Perry, Rabia, Johnny, Maggie, Amy. I love everybody even, even if you drive me crazy. crazy. All
0: right, y'all, we back.
1: All this right, is all nice right.
0: Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. My name is Calvin Williams. I'm here with Night Train 357. Kill and for the common cool. That's right, that's right. And we just heard the Drive Me Crazy remix featuring New Choice. Shout out to New Choice. Like, he, 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 did, he did his thing in that hook, man.
1: Yeah, he re- he um. I wrote the original hook. He rewrote the hook when he heard the new beat, and he took it to an, an 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 incredible level. Like, and each hook is different. It's not just copy and paste. He did a different hook every time, like a different tone every time. If you listen to the subtleties, I'm a I'm a I'm a music nerd. I love stuff like that. He was like, I'm gonna do a subtle this time, and the next one's gonna be drive me crazy. Please don't say. Like I was like, man, he was he was he was was rocking it. And and Dre with the beat, man. He um that
0: beat though, yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. When I heard it, I was like, oh, it all came together when I heard the beat. And then you know at the same time, it's weird. It's like I was working on it. I was working. I was like, I gotta work on something with Cat. And then I heard the beat. And then I thought about the horror thing. And then it all meshed in it i don't know how it melted together it's crazy but yeah
0: but it it came together beautifully man and thank you. like m- much respect much respect
1: thank you thank you Thank you. i hope to make more uh, uh stuff like that in the future
0: and i'll be i will definitely be looking out for that
1: thank you thank
0: you yo we have geez we have less than 18 minutes left So um, let's make sure that uh, um, we get into what's up next for you. What you got in the uh, what you got in the
1: burner? Okay, okay. I'll be really quick. Okay. Um, So the nightlife is still. I will still be pushing the heck out of that because it's an independent artist. Even though this album came out uh, two years ago, most MCs, you know, they come, they keep pushing their projects and stuff like that. And there's a lot of people who haven't listened to it. So you will constantly be, if you go to a show, you will be hearing nightlife music. That is, without, that's going to be, until I got a uh, hundred more records to sell. So until I actually sell them, you're going to hear it, you're going to like it, you're going to love it, because I want to make sure everyone buys more. Um, as far as uh, next next steps, um, I'm actually working on another Uh, video um uh in the the near future uh i don't want to give too much away but it's going to be about battling against being basic um i don't like basic people and so i wrote a song about it like the here here go give it kind of a death of auto-tune vibe so okay you know we'll talk about that um i am actually uh working on my next ep which will be an ep not an album uh, and uh, one of the songs I'm hoping to have AJ throwback on, uh, he gave me a beat that I've been writing to, but um, it's primarily going to be produced also by my man, um, who does really weird sonic sounds. Uh, his name is uh, Edward As Is. He, has, he his group his a uh, his production name is Cat Side to the Cosmos, and he does like a lot of obscure like think like. 7L, face type stuff, you know what I'm saying? And uh, we're doing an all-Transformer album called Mikes of Cybertron. And so uh, I came out with a song I I came out with a song about two years ago called Cyber Bounce. I got a remix to that song which I did with my first international um, It's not out yet, but uh, I recorded it with my man uh, from Toronto Word Burglar. Uh, Word burglar is also a nerd rapper in a nerd rap community, and um, he actually did some stuff with uh, esoteric Face, you know, with Inspector uh, Deck and them. Okay. And sure. uh, he he blessed me with a verse, so I can't wait till that joint come out. All right. Uh, I did. Uh, I went. I just recently came back from TFCon in Baltimore. And I mentioned TFCon Chicago last right. hour. TFCon in Baltimore just came out, or just 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 came and passed. Which is crazy because it was like right next to Baltimore Comic Con, so it was like double the nerd. Yeah. Um, and uh, but I got to uh, I got I got some voice uh, voice samples which I'm going to use on the album from Venus Turzo. She played Black Arachne from Beast Wars, Ooh. and uh, I also got a shout out from my man Greg Berger. Me Grimlock. So Grim yes. is gonna Grim is yes. gonna be on the album. You got Grim got 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 um got um uh uh, uh what's his name from Duffman, what's his name the, the pig from Dumb Duckman uh, Cornfed Cornfed yeah he played Cornfed from uh from Duckman so yeah we talked about that you working with um with um uh Jason Alexander um but Berg, Greg Berger is a great is a national treasure I, I told him Absolutely. I said man you know if Grimlock ever speaks in a movie you better be the one doing the voice I will do the change that or, me Grimlock but he shouts out Night Train and the, he goes me Grimlock shout out Night Train 357 I was like yeah <laughs> so yeah it's coming. Uh, so the record's gonna be called Mike's of Cybertron that's coming out next uh-huh. year um, and then I'm gonna be working on kind of a Nightlife 2.0 at some point um, okay. but that's like way 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 in the future you know that'll be my next final project so and last but not least I'm also uh, I co-wrote a movie this year Um, uh, it was directed by former kickboxing champion Robert Parham and will be distributed on Maverick um, Entertainment which is an independent, um, black-owned B-movie martial arts related, because you know I am I do do uh, practice martial arts Mm -hmm. Um, I uh, co-wrote it with my instructor Willie the Bam Johnson, seven-time world champion uh, creator of Point MMA originally from Baltimore uh, Maryland um, and formerly of WMAC Masters back in the 90s, um, and we created a movie called One Out of 100. It's a kids action martial arts film. I'm actually a, uh, a, a villain in the movie. Um, I play I play a villain in the movie, but uh, it's a um, it's kind of a, a an old the old school meets the new school type movie, mm. and also. A kid dealing with uh, handling a, a dealing with a dope. I don't want to give too much away, but it's a story about a um, a, a, a guy who comes out of jail on work release who teaches a young man how to be a man, okay. and also um, so it's got a lot of drama and stuff like that. A lot of action, a lot of martial arts. Uh, we had some historic locations that we shot, and we shot the movie in four days. Wow yeah yeah we, we we almost beat the guinness world book of records for uh it's an indie it's an indie film and at first when i was like oh we're going to do this in four days this is not going to work and when i saw the footage on hand on set mm-hmm. i was like oh was not that bad <laughs> you know yeah it's an indie film you know it's nothing it's nothing it's nothing incredible but it's getting a lot of buzz in the martial arts community it's called one out of 100. one and, out uh, of 100 one out of 100 and it's, it's going to be it's be, it's in production right now <laughs> it'll be released by mid-year next year and we're already working on a sequel to one out of 100 um, based off of the positive responses we've gotten from the first film that's not even done yet because Robert
2: that's
1: Parham's been pushing it hard like he was on Facebook the other day like talking about it with Danny Club. Yeah, okay. yeah 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 yeah, look at Robert Parham he, that guy is a monster like he is, he's winning. He won an award recently for something else he did. So yeah, yeah, a lot of action movies. So that's what I'm doing.
0: Yo, that is dope, man. You got a lot of irons in the fire, man. Like you keeping, you keeping busy, keeping creative, and like it's my AD, it, it's my ADHD.
3: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, ADHD.
0: But. <laughs> I mean that's that's the that's the true creative in you at work, like the the consummate creative, and I like you like I absolutely love to see creatives like one continuing to be creative and two like being multifaceted in various aspects of creativity. Like you're a wordsmith, you're a uh, you're doing movies. You are a graphic designer, and you did the uh, you did the uh, you did the album cover for the nightlife, right?
1: I did, and my wife also took the picture. Right on. She's I, a, she does photography. That's what's up. And we're both graphic artists and martial artists. I like creativity. I yeah, like creativity. Truly, in the art. arts. arts. And that's- yeah, but I, if, if it was just me doing my it was spreadsheets at work and typing in word <laughs> documents, I would go crazy. Like I need an outlet. So yeah.
0: Yeah, you're talking to a guy with a computer science degree and like does engineering uh, for a living, like, and
3: a radio show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the radio show is the escape.
3: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. If, if you for, need to have an escape,
0: if it weren't for this radio show and if it weren't for like my music that I that I do, like
1: you'd you'd I'd, be AJ Throwback looking at boobies all day.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And trying trying to yeah. make trying to make them more dope than they already are.
1: Already do yeah yeah something about doping boobies
3: gotcha <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright it is about time for us to wrap this up we got 8 minutes left train plug yourself where can Yo, we what find up? you where can we find your music
3: oh man you can find me everywhere
1: I am streaming and on the interwebs I am primar- primarily, if you want to chop it up with me, at ins- on Instagram at Night Train 357. That's N I G H T T R A I N 357. My dad's CB radio name. You can check me out at nighttrain357.com where you can get copies of The nightlife. you can get merch. I've got Night Train t shirts, and I've also got some D&D Legend t shirts kind of shouting out some of the legends in the d&b area like marvin Gaye and you know duke ellington shout out to maya she just got a shirt great
0: nice i'm gonna be picking up that shirt i saw that shirt i want that shirt i need that shirt
1: they're they're in the back right now i just got them back and stuff right Uh, right. you and, and and i'll tell you off camera i got a secret surprise who actually printed the shirts Um, I'm not going to say who it is on the radio, but let's just say that, you know, it's somebody who uh, is of interest. But um, yeah, shout out to DJ Cool, to to Nonchalant, to uh, some of my influences in the DMV area, Um, uh, you know, Go Go Band, so on and so forth. And uh, you can all get that at nighttrain 357.com or on my Bandcamp page at nighttrain.bandcamp.com. on twitter i'm on all the things just just hit me just google me google the brother and i'm on all the streaming states this stuff too
0: go find train on all the things
1: all the things
0: and more importantly
1: support 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 buy a record uh tell me it's whack i don't care (laughs) talk to me i'm here i'm i'm i just want to get better at my craft and, and give people options, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, I and I am an underground MC. You know, I'm not I got nothing against the mainstream. I love the mainstream, but it's like, you know, there's a lot of people in our age demographic who go, Man, you know, back in my day the music sounded like the and I was like, yo, let little Nas X and all those guys do what they do because um and no disrespect to them. But there's something for everybody if you yeah. look hard enough. That's the main thing. And it's Absolutely. like just not forget yeah. that. Something for everybody. You wanna you wanna listen to 90s boom bap stuff that's out right now? It's there. You know, sometimes I don't wanna listen to that. Sometimes I just wanna get trilled with two chains, man. <laughs> I don't work out to my own music. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like just just put in the work to uh find the music that you love. That's and all, there's a little work. And Google. if you, and if you find the music that you love, Support the music that you love. That's it. And
1: the stories.
3: A couple dollars. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. How much a drink costs?
1: Beer. uh, Like cocktails cost ten dollars, man.
3: Yeah, yeah. You
1: go or or just somebody's album, the CD, a record, the band camp, a Mm T-shirt. You know, a GoFundMe, uh, a Change.org. I don't know something. Mm -hmm.
0: Make sure you support Night Train Three Five Seven Train. Thank you so much for being my first interview, man. This was, this went better than I could have ever imagined. Like, this was everything I could have hoped for and then some. Thank you for, thank you for kicking the door down for me.
1: <laughs> kicking the doorway, into the 4-4, man. I, I mean, I appreciate, appreciate you for having me.
0: Man. Thank you, man. Thank you. And uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, <clears throat> everybody who, uh, everybody who tuned in tonight. Of course, always give a shout out to my mom Mwah. thank you so much for tuning in as always love you mom love to my aunt sherry and my uncle Derek down in florida my friends will and justin greg emily and uh, everybody who's tuned in tonight nika thank you for uh coming through real quick of course aj aj throwback this would not have happened without you. So I have to thank you. I cannot thank you enough for this. Much love, man. I love you to death, bro. So if you guys want to catch me on the socials, I am at Lush Vibes Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to drop me an email, I am calvin at radiofreebrooklyn.org. Hit me up. Say what's up. If you got some, uh, If you got some music... Send it my way. If I'm feeling it, you'll hear it on the next show. And you never know. You might be my next interview. So, hey, hit me up, y'all. Programming note. Next week, November 9th, will be the 10th edition of The Quiet Storm. So looking forward to my quiet storm episodes, man.
1: <laughs> so Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's that, that that's a lot of um a lot of a lot of freaky stuff going on on a Tuesday night.
0: Hey, gotta gotta keep it interesting, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: gotta keep gotta keep it interesting. Right, right. Don't wait till Friday.
0: That's right. Right. If you if you get it on Tuesday, hey man.
1: Hey, and if you can I can smoke f- cigarette. Yeah, yeah, you can smoke a cigarette on Wednesday.
0: There you go. Huge thank you to all the Lush Tribe members out there. You guys are really what, really what helped me uh, keep going. And uh, this is episode 159, and I hope there's going to be many, many more from there. At least like five. at at least five.
1: At least five. At least five. (laughs) (laughs) No, many, many more. Infinity.
0: Thanks again, man. Stay tuned for Hector. He's up next with the Hanged Man. So don't go nowhere. And with that, there will be more lush there will be more lush vibes for you next week and every week. Tuesday evenings from eleven p.m. to one AM Eastern Time, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Make sure you tune at. Tune in at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com or RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, RFB.NYC, the Radio Free Brooklyn mobile app available for Android and iOS, or you can check out Radio Free Brooklyn via TuneIn Radio, MyTuner Radio, Apple Music, or anywhere you can find your favorite internet radio stations. Be good to yourselves, be good to each other, and spread love. It's the
1: Brooklyn way. Oh man, I like that. (laughs) ha (laughs) ha!
0: And make sure you're spreading love and not anything else that's uh, that's going around. Please be careful. And like I say every week, all lives cannot matter unless Black lives matter. Black
1: lives I said what I said. Also, check out my song "My Life Matters," and I my life is a Black life. <laughs> make
0: sure, <laughs> seriously, make sure you
1: check that one out. Yeah, that's a good one.
0: We're closing the night out with a little Soul Live. This is King's March. Thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. And until next time, good night, Brooklyn. Good night, world.